Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin. I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. Hello and welcome to Swinging Through Spider-Man episode 8. It's been a bit of a Christmas break, but I'm back. I'm James Russian. Uh, that over there is Bradley Hughes. How are you getting on? All good, man. All good. All fresh and ready to get into more Spider-Man. We've had a little break, haven't we? Yeah, get, get all the festivities out of the way. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> what can I say? It's been a while. But yeah, in this podcast, me and Brad, we don't know anything about Spider-Man. So we read Spider-Man and uh, describe the events, we, we relay the events back to you. So... Yeah, it's a little, it's a little thing. It's uh, thank you everyone who's been listening so far. You know, you've got a little crowd that follows us, and it's really cool. Yeah, thanks for uh, sticking with us through the uh, winter period as well. I know that we what three episodes out. Yeah, I smell like that. But people still been listening. People been catching up. Really, I think we did. Uh, we were going too fast for them. But yeah, it's always a good thing <laughs> to uh, get them on this, the back burner. This train doesn't slow down, man. Yeah, this train, this train did slow down, but it's gearing back up now. But yeah, thanks for listening over Christmas. We we can see that you've been listening still, just as much as you did. So people have been catching up with the lighter stuff, and now we can carry on, and hopefully you'll have more to listen to. But yeah, it's issue eight today. Uh, should we get into it? Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. Well, a uh, bit of a weird one. Uh, strange, <laughs> strange, strange occurrences in this one, mate. Uh, during a senior year science class, a ripped, I mean, the muscliest robot I've ever seen is introduced to the students in the class. Uh, Flash Thompson, been Flash Thompson, slags it off. Uh, Peter corrects him and gets a, a slap around the mouth, mate. Roll around the chops, man. Yeah. Uh, his glasses are smashed. Yeah, a bit of a worry. You know, can't see without them glasses. Actually, he can, because he's Spider-Man. Got bit by a spider. It's resolved every single issue in his life, except <laughs> his social issues. <laughs> the way he is. The way he genuinely is with people, um, everything is solved except that. But uh, in this fury, he uh, goes to slap, beat up Flash. You know, he's been on this tangent for a few issues now. You know, he's going to splatter him all over the landscape in the last one, I think. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. So uh, he goes to batter him and Flash is like, come on then. (laughs) You know, show me what you got, bring it to me. And he's like, he's not going to do it because he'll kill him. Uh, Liz gets in the way. And Flash basically gives him the whole, you know, you'll see after school, we'll finish this after school. But Pete's getting cocky, he rises to the challenge. A uh, bit of development there, mate. Um, I think a few issues ago, he would have just uh, been thinking to himself again, but he's now he's giving the mouth back this time. He's had enough, you know. Yeah, so you can see in the artwork, all the stuff, you know, he's got his, his glasses have been smashed. You can see because he's Spider-Man, he doesn't need the glasses, he just wears them. But the living brain, what this thing, what we will be be described as a living brain is the henchest robot I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that thing's square stacked. Stacked. It's not a tank. That's not a tank. That's a tonk. It doesn't need his glasses. Uh, so to see that at no. all, that's huge. No, you, you don't. You don't need perfect Spidey twenty twenty vision to get a sense of how big that robot is. Oh, he, f- mate! Seriously, wide stacked shoulders. Phil Mitchell. Um. The banter between Flash and Pete continues 
until the robot and its creator interrupt it all. You know, it's like, come on, class, look at this now. Um, the creator is introduced as Mr. Petty of the ICM Corporation. I don't even know what that is. ICM, International Computer Machines, I'm assuming. And its nearest robot computer, the Living Brain. Uh, what are you thinking about this robot so far? I'm, I'm thinking step right out of Fallout. It does look very 50s. You know, 10 years behind these comics are like 60s now. You come on. Should be progressing the style a bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, it's a walking, talking, thinking robotic computer that apparently contains more knowledge than anything on Earth. So basically, Wikipedia. <laughs> what, what's that? Um, what's that IBM? Uh, Watson. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like a weird, weird, massive walking computer. What, 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 why does it need to walk? Because <laughs> it's my question. It needs to walk in order to carry the muscles. Man, it's a get going. <laughs> it's, it's a strange one. It's a really strange one. Um, Peter Parker, of course, is selected to be an assistant for the demonstration. And um, Flash basically shoves him up there so we can get closer. <laughs> right, so what I'm hearing is is Right, that kid that's literally just lost all of his sight, yeah? We'll get yeah. him up for the demonstration. Go back with that robot. Makes perfect sense. I mean, we all know he can see, but everyone else in class thinks that he can't see without his glasses. They're really horrible to him at points. He's horrible to them. Don't, don't try to kill them in response to, you know, standard bullying is a bit bit much, I feel. But yeah, don't don't bully people. Parker is demonstrating his prowess with the electronic brain thing. You know, he's giving it all the little, you know, I, I know everything about computers and robots. And he's, they're like, okay, I'll have a go on this then. He's always been interested in computers, apparently. But the janitor's over here, and apparently they're criminals, mate. So uh, they plan to steal it because it can figure out stuff. Oh, which is, okay. Uh, like, like bets, like, oh, who is going to be president next year? And apparently it can figure that out. I don't know how. Uh, that it just figures stuff out. Well, if his muscles are also his brains, it makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, because that is a <laughs> a huge amount of muscles. He's built, hmm, stacked in the brains department. I feel <laughs> brains and brawn, man, deadly combo. To trick the brain, Liz and Flash tell the living brain to guess Spider-Man's identity because obviously it's not going to know. But Peter Parker starts off a genuine panic attack when this happens. Like, oh my <laughs> god! Foaming at the oh mouth. He's like, <laughs> genuinely like he's not, like he gets upset. Like it's like wait, okay, can it do that? And the guy's like, yeah, if you give it enough information, it probably could. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Good job. No one has any information on the Spidey Man. No, they, they get the right, like, he's like five foot eight, he does this, he's really thin, he's good looking, and he's like, the living brain's like whirring around in the background, like, like, goddamn BBA. <laughs> <laughs> like, nodding its head. But yeah, it could get the answer right if it's fed enough relevant information. The class tells the computer everything it knows about Spider-Man, like, he lives in New York, he's been sighted around Queens a lot, you know, he's five foot eight or whatever, he's lean, he's slim, he looks good. And the machine's like responding, genuinely responding to it. So, so going, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, carry on, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But the irony is that Peter has to feed the answers in. At this point, I'm thinking, just give it the wrong ones, Peter. Just don't, don't, you know, fuck it up. Just say, if someone says, can you put in 
at Spider-Man's five foot eight, put him in as like four foot three. Yeah, that might put something like that. Just you know, the wrong information at all times. I would not give the right information. You know, if I was genuinely having a panic attack, I would not let this machine discover me. But apparently, he's telling the, the right stuff. He's telling it what he wants to hear, which is uh, strange. But it prints out an answer, and nervously he reveals it, which is where we get to the bit of the old the old twister room. Um, the answer is in mathematics. It's in a, a equation. Forty-two. <laughs> it's close enough isn't it really it's like it may as well be anything that you want it to be because no one can actually read it except the Peter Parker who's obviously going to lie but he doesn't the guy, the teacher's like oh your homework is to translate that then Peter and he's like okay then he genuinely is going to translate it and I'm like what just say anything is oh, for a smart man he's awfully dumb he's his own worst enemy is what well, he is. We, I thought we already established that he's pretty much the sum of all of his bad. Every misfortune that happens in his life is always, always comes back down to him. It's always his own fault. Yeah, exactly. Except you know, it's, you know, certain things, you know, certain things. But like most things that happen are a direct consequence of his idiocy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's likable enough, but some things he says is quite scary. Like. He'll get slapped on the back and he'll, he'll instantly revert to maybe I'm gonna grab a Mac Ten and blow this guy away. Jeez, it's kind Gross. of like the the, the, the I, I mean that is me exaggerating, but that's kind of like the thoughts he must have. Surely, um, but man, you get a printed answer. Just lie about it. Don't say the. You could say anything you wanted. That's what, what I don't get. Uh, Flash sn- snatches the answer sheet away. Obviously, he's dummy. Ain't gonna know what the equation is, but he's uh, insistent he can read it. And Peter's obviously panicking just in case Flash can read it. So he's like, "Oh God, like what am I gonna?" Do? So he gets it off him, and they have a little f- scrap. And the science teacher literally gets in between him and goes, "Right, you two need to settle this in the gym. Like you need to have a fight." And I'm like, "Mate, my man, that's not good. That that's not good teaching technique." Telling two kids to beat the fuck out of each other isn't good te- teaching technique. That's a great teaching technique, that is. I think we need more of that. <laughs> like, I could genuinely, like, boxing is a sport where you could generally kill someone at any moment because, you know, every single, what we know from, like, brain science now is that every single head impact has a chance of killing you, like, instantly. Yeah. I don't think that's not an exaggeration. If you hit your head, you're lucky not to die. Not, not lucky not to die. But you could die from that. Not that every, every, every time you hit your head, you're basically doing that thing from the price is right. You're just grabbing it, twisting it, and the little things are going. Yeah. It's like playing Russian roulette with a million sided revolver. You know, it's a million, one in a million chance it could happen, but you don't know when, you don't know when the barrel's loaded, basically. Oh, yeah, um, they grab the he grabs the thing off him. Peter flips out, and the science is just like, "Yeah, you guys need to just have a fight." Basically, bit bit strange. I think I think he just wants to see two boys take the shirt off and hit each other. Two young underage boys take the shirt off and hit. Yeah, each you other. guys got a problem with each other? That's- yeah, you want to get all sweaty? Yeah. <laughs> the first thing he goes to is like, oh, he gets his hands on him and everything. He's like, yeah, you boys need to just smack the shit out of each other, but you need to be shirtless. You need to be oiled up. Oh, wait, too far. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, that, so they go to the gym, they glove up, and, you know, P- 
Peter's like, I can't actually hit him because I'll genuinely lay him out really badly. Like, I'll, I'll take, I'll take his head off his shoulders. Yeah, um, but he, so he, he does everything he can not to hit him. Basically, um, he's dodging out of the way. He's doing all, you know, the tricks, tricks of the trade really to get out of the way of the punches. But because his reflexes are too good, it genuinely looks like he's running away. Like you don't appreciate good reflexes because he's dodging punches like ten seconds before they happen, whereas in, in real life you'd do it at the instant of almost impact. Yeah, like you duck out the way at the last second, whereas he can't duck out the way at the last second. He ducked out before it's even happened, so it looks like he's genuinely running away. Um, so he's getting booed, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna actually have to hit him, but I'm gonna really have to pull this punch." He tries to pull his punch, mate, and I'll re- refer to you to the artwork. He fucking. Hits him hard. Hits him so hard, the word wamp appears. Yeah, the stars everywhere, question marks as well. I like <laughs> They're a good touch. That's fucking what? <laughs> it instantly turns this thing into a why, who, what, how, <laughs> when kind of scenario. In that moment, you, you, hear that, you hear that roulette wheel just going... Yeah, this is a big chance of death. You know, this is... Brain will never be the same. This is a concussion. Um, ever hit your head really hard? Go doctors. I will say that because you don't want them concussions to build up because that's how you really fuck your life up. Yeah, that's when, like when you when you when you listen to these older boxers in interviews and they're just chatting pure shit because they can't even pronounce the A's anymore. Yeah, like this serious man. I mean, boxing's really cool to watch, but I don't know why it's allowed at all because you're just allowing two massive men with literally tr- train track arms just to just mow each other down their guns and fists depends on the weight category to be fair yeah but like heavyweight like and if you, you you can't tell me one punch from anthony joshua is not a concussion that's true like one punch on him but uh flash is knocked out of the ring and peter's like oh god that's exactly what i thought would happen um flash obviously being a bit thick I guess cocky brush brawn um, gets back in the ring and he's like okay it's serious now <laughs> to be fair to Flash man he gets he, he chumba wombles he takes that he he, takes he gets that. hit so hard he's fucking flew out the ring yet he's like alright I'm back I'm back at it man yeah he's he's been hit so hard he's basically turned into a superhero he's got that power of flight he was airborne no, he turned into a missile going out of that ring. Yeah, it's like you can almost... Like, the thing is, he, he hits his entourage as well. Like, he hits you so hard, he falls into an entourage of people. And it's just like, you can almost hear that, like, bowling pull, that bowling sound, you know, when you hit all the pins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every single pin knocked down, he's got a goddamn strike. He's, yeah, he's, he's in a Narnia at the moment, mate. He's been hit so hard. He's not sure where he is. Um, we've got a meanwhile here, man. Um, the janitors, they try to steal the living brain after knocking out its owner, Mr. Petty, the computer guy. don't know. He's not really... I don't know why they even named him. He's better, you know, he only gets knocked out. I like how it's like, do we either sit in here and ask more questions to this machine, which is pretty awesome and very technologically advanced, and it knows pretty much all the answers as long as we feed it enough information, or should we go watch two boys fight? That's, yeah. It is quite strange. I mean, they don't care about the machine, let's be honest. Mm. That was never, it was never established that they gave any shit about the machine. Um, 
But I don't get why the janitors don't ask, just ask you questions because instead of stealing it to ask questions, just ask them there and then. No, who's going to be president? Who's going to be president next year? Or who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win well, the AFC it out As a mathematical equation, how would they understand what it's saying? Unless these janitors are like, what's that movie where like the janitor walks up to the chalkboard? Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's these fellas. It's literally Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> the oh the robot's God. there just going, it's not your fault. <laughs> not your fault. It's not your fault. But remember, man, Goodwill Hunting's a feel-good movie. These these guys went to steal it straight away. First thing they did, not too not too far from Peter Parker's origin, because the first thing he thought about was the life of crime. Yeah, it's true. You know, remember correctly. Um, so in the scuffle after they've knocked out the machine's owner to steal it, they accidentally boot it up, and it starts just like literally screaming and like twirling its arms around and just flailing <laughs> and like if I saw the smart computer on earth just start screaming sadistically shit myself <laughs> if I saw like just if you went on Wikipedia and the page just started screaming numbers at you and letters and just started spinning around that'd be terrifying just throw my laptop into the bin yeah, you'd have to donate a lot of money to, to stop You'd have to constantly donate money to it. I don't know anyone who don't, you know, you should donate to Wikipedia. Um, if it's the only way from stopping it going crazy, whirring and spinning its arms and not killing you, then uh, donate those three pounds to Jimmy Wales or whoever it is. That does uh, Wikipedia and begs for the money on that banner. They don't have adverts though, so I guess that's all right. I never quite understood no. why they didn't just run adverts. That makes more sense. Just have one. Just have a advert. You'd make one advert. Literally like one Just advert. the one. One on the splash page. And you know, no one goes on that page anymore. You know, it's got all the languages around the globe thing they have. Yeah. No one ends up on that page. Just put the advert there, you know. You get, so you'd still get 100,000 odd people on it. That'd be enough. I was about to say, I can't remember last time I actually went on Wikipedia for any information that didn't first involve me asking Google that question. Oh man, Google is just piggybacking Wikipedia's information stream right to you. That's a Google is a living brain. This is the precursor to their their bullshit. I'm not. No, everything they've everything they've done. This is like a Google Home. This I was is. about to say, man. I got one for Christmas, and they, they are always listening. It is legit. Like they even comes it even comes with an option on it, so you can turn off the mic to make sure that they're no longer listening. Yeah, but they definitely still are when you turn the mic off. They definitely still are. You have to unplug it and throw it into the trash, man. That's what you have to do to get away from them, Brad. Okay, Google. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 Ask it what the identity of Peter Parker is. Okay, Google. Oh, Spider-Man, sorry, not Peter Parker. Ask him what the identity of Spider-Man oh, I think he's pissed off at me because I told it to go fuck itself. I Try again. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop, Bradley. Okay, <laughs> Who is the identity of Spider-Man? Here's a summary from the website marvel.com. Tricked by the Kingpin and twisted in her own deceit, the black cat and Spider-Man finally parted ways. What the fuck? I know, right? That's she's went off on a tangent. You have to shut her down. It's to see the singularities happen. It's trying to do its own thing. There we go. 
Is it dead? Is it gone? <laughs> it's gone. He's holding a pillow over it. Like, no, <laughs> stop struggling. Let it go. <laughs> but man, um, if your Google Home had arms and started whirring around like this guy, I'd be worried. Um, yeah, just pull, it, pull the plug, man. It just starts going off around the school. Uh, back in the gym, Pete is still dodging Flash's punches. He comes up with a way to put Flash down without damage. Um, you know, try and just kind of scrape him almost with a punch. He's just got to aim it really perfectly so it kind of scrapes him. But um, Flash is distracted by a scream and the whirring of that mad machine. So he turns his head. <laughs> just, ima- just imagine the machine just going, Danger! Danger! <laughs> <laughs> So okay, Google, what is it, Bradley? What is it, Bradley? <laughs> just like loud and really angry. <laughs> all the children are screaming. It's like it's okay, children. All the, all the lights on it have turned red. <laughs> <laughs> just bleeping out. They're in the formation of a school. The LEDs are like a, fo- a formation of a school. Oh, this thing's terrifying. This is Google Home. That's really that is really good that you've actually got that. To be fair, not right there when this is we're going through this episode. Um yeah, Flash is distracted by a scream and because his head's not straight anymore, Pete knocks him straight out by accident again. <laughs> like this time but steering <laughs> just instantly kills him. Yeah, Flash's head's turned, so it's a foul punch, mate. Um Pete's booed. You know, that's a, you know, if someone's head's turned, you can't punch him in the face. That that's what he did. It shouldn't be turned. It's like the rule of boxing. Like, if there's a fucking robot screaming at the boxing ring, you're allowed to turn your head. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's not like Spidey was like, oh, now his head's turned. Now he's distracted. I'm going to fucking kill him. Now nah, he threw the it doesn't look like and that, then though. he moved. It doesn't look like that, though. It looks like he's hit someone whose head's turned. I'd straight up. I'd fucking punch him. I don't give a fuck. Fair enough, man. Um, Pete does uh, the manly thing and he carries Flash to the locker room um, where he changes into his Spider-Man garb to see what all the screaming was about. Because after all, why could anyone be concerned about a computer? Then he sees it um, because it is just holding loads of kids hostage, screaming and spinning its arms madly. Um, He thinks I can boop it on the head and kind of shut it down. As he does so, it kind of throws him, just chucks (laughs) just chucks him to the other side of the room. Um, he realises, hey, I can use my web to slow it down. That doesn't work because it just kind of runs through the web. And yeah, not good. He's cornered. Um, he's too athletic for the little brain, though. He jumps over it and he runs off to warn the kids, you know, just get out of school because this is just, this is a whole thing at this point, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. It, we can't translate the answer of the machine to know what's going to happen. So just get out because you might die. You are collateral. To be fair, at what point would you just say, oh, Spider-Man's here. We'll stay. Spider-Man's in this school a lot. Yeah. He- I know it's his school, and he he's in it an awful lot. Yeah, I think in order to level it out, you'd you'd kind of need to appear in some other schools at least once or twice. Just so, just so he's never so suspicious. Yeah, you could be like, I mean, everything is always happening in this school, to be fair. Where you would need a Spider-Man to shut down the situation. Oh, come on, you know you could limit. You know a smart man be thinking now. Hang on, he's got a New York accent. He's this tall. He's, I guess that's how the living brain could figure it out. You know, this is you could make a profit if you had like Mindhunter on this FBI Mindhunter or something. That would get this guy down to like three or four people. Yeah, easily. 
To be fair, all, all you would need to do is just have some sort of recording of his voice. Because mm. he, he doesn't do like a Batman thing where he's like, I'm Spider-Man. No, it's just like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's more a lot more confident in the suit, so I guess it does affect his voice. But you would be thinking at some point, that's, that's Peter. Yeah, of Was course. that Peter? That's Peter. But then again, you would never expect it to be Peter because he's so like weak and timid. Yeah, it's a whole Clark Kent thing. It's like, nah, there's no way in a million years that this little scrawny, weedy guy, which doesn't have much of a backbone. The thing is with Clark Kent, though, it's like, there's no way in a million years this man, the exact build of Superman with the exact hairline of Superman, the exact voice and chin of Superman could be Superman. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid as hell because he's huge. Clark Kent is humongous like Superman. Like, and, but Peter Parker's just got average build. I was, I was about to say, you know, this, you know, this all comes down to, and, and it speaks wonders. Posture. Correct posture, guys. That's, that's all you Stand need. Stand up right. Stand up Confidence. right. Confidence. You look like a different person. If a Google Home tricked me the way that it tricks Peter Parker, be genuinely upset, mate, <laughs> is what I'd be. Um, it hides behind a door and kind of punches a door into him and stands on top of the door on him. And I think that's a, that's my worst fear. I've been like the door, <laughs> handle being in, the door handle being in my chest and someone standing on it because I think that would be... That'd be agony. There's man. a very few moments in life of genuine pain. I think that'll be the ten. <laughs> that'll be a ten. It's like you're treading on a plug, but the plug's treading on you, and it's also in your chest. Yeah, it, it hits the door on him. The thieves run out from the door. They're like, thank God that we can get away from that machine now. They trample over Peter Parker as Spider Man. And he's like, okay, I need to find the living brain again because I'm, I'm on my ass. He goes to look for him and the thing fucking jumps him again. <laughs> the thing is, this this machine is fucking huge. It's massive and it's green. How is it, how is it, it from him? It literally can't stop whirring. It's literally buzzing all the time. You know when you hear that weird, like sometimes you get them frequencies of like electricity and stuff and you can hear it almost like from your speakers and Bluetooth connections. <laughs> it's like, you know that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally like that. <laughs> but he would be, this isn't that. He'd be fucking <laughs> he'd be like a refrigerator. <laughs> it's it's not annoying how it's written, it's annoying how he's getting caught. It's like he's like, Oh, I'm too smart to be outsmarted by a machine and it'll fuck a door <laughs> off his head. <laughs> So if the machine jumps in, it grabs Spider-Man's arms, but he, and it chucks him again. It, all the machine wants is just to get away from him. Like, fucking leave me alone to do my calculations. I just want to calculate at people. And um, the brain, like, he gets thrown in the air, and the living brain, he just gets a door and tries to beat the shit out of him again. in the air. And, <laughs> yeah, like, the door gets fucked off his head, and then he gets to the door, and he's trying to smack him out of the air. Um he can't stick him with his web, so he tries to like cocoon him, but it, the machine just spins and it gets rid of all the web. Um, Spidey grapples with it as it because it, it literally beelines for some kids, and he's like, "Oh shit, they're gonna die if that machine hits them; they're dead." Um, so Spidey just kind of hugs it, and um, the machine turns around and tries to drive out a window with him. <laughs> Which is oh, no, machine just, like I'm gonna kill my kill my killing myself would be better than being stuck with this fucking imbecile. <laughs> you don't kill me, I kill me. 
Spider-Man has the last laugh. Um, he webs himself to the building and the machine swings back in with him. And that's kind of that. The machine is like, just boots down. After all that, he just goes, ah, that's enough. <laughs> um, we haven't finished the case of the two thieves though. They've run into Flash Thompson who accidentally trips them over waking up from a concussion. So he's kind of useful then. Yeah, they're apprehended. And uh, Peter Parker walks in and he's like, hey, Flash, are you Spider-Man? And I'm like, baller move, mate. Baller move. <laughs> it's like, you weren't around when Spider-Man was and you apprehended them criminals without, without any effort. So you must be Spider-Man. No, it's flawless logic there. After, after Flash has already paraded around in a Spider-Man outfit as well. Yeah, I mean that was a that was a joke though. But he's like, ah, you were Spider Man, though, really you weren't. You flash. <laughs> he's like, no, no, definitely was. I'm not Spider Man. I'm not Spider Man. <laughs> I, I would say yes, I am. I'd be like, yeah, Peter, I am Spider Man. But could you imagine being in Peter's shoes and someone turns around and says that? You'd just be like, nah, mate, fuming. And then be like, prove it, Peter. And he'd be like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Everyone off to read a book or something or lick some stamps. Um, not the end of the issue. Not the end of the issue. It's a, There's a little bit of a, a bonus at the end, and this is weird bonus. Um, Peter plans to basically lose the homework he was given with that thing, that uh, little strip he was given by the living brain that says, you know, Peter Parker's Spider-Man or something whatever it was going to translate that equation. And he goes to um, Doris Evans's house. Um, Doris Evans is the girlfriend of the Human Torch, a massive celebrity at the time. What do you think Spider-Man's goal is heading to this house? <sighs> Knowing Spider-Man. Knowing Peter Parker. I'm going to imagine it's... some reason, going to be asking for a date... Oh man, you're bang on. You're absolutely bang on. His goal is literally to convince her that Spider-Man's a better option than the Human Torch for her. That's very weird. That is very creepy. That's a dick move, that is, man. I think there's no, there's never a reason why you need to convince someone you're better for them than someone else. I think they can make their mind up. They're intelligent, bright young men, when, men and women who can make their own mind up. You, you should never need to force someone. No, you, never. You should never need to just literally get in their face and go, don't date the human torch, I'm better for you. And she'll be like, why? And he'll be like, uh, 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 he'll start starting again. <laughs> but that's, that is creepy. You know what I think about Peter Parker, though, is every woman in his life is nothing but like some sort of goal for him. Other than Aunt May. Yeah, even then, um, there's a bit of a goal there and it. it's just like, I want to protect i want to be seen as a protector i want to be seen as a money bringer but i, I don't aggress man you are you are right it's like genuinely he's trying so hard to have a girlfriend and there's betty who's like they're like oh, i could be your girlfriend and he's like he's just trying to anything not to be betty's girl boyfriend he's like oh, i can do better and i'm like you fucking you dickhead <laughs> especially if he goes for like Johnny's missus as well. That's just... That's really strange. That's really fucked up. That he does not know her at all. He's not spent any time with her. He's not been a friend, you know. He's not been a, you know, a shoulder to cry on. He's not been anything. He's literally just fucking around there. And he's Spider-Man. Not even as Peter Parker. He's like, Spider-Man's better for you. What happens when he needs to take off the mask? 
then she realizes what she's got herself into. It's, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> no, just imagine him like lying in bed, and she's just like, just take the mask off. Like, no, no, no. The the radioactiveness just stuck it to my face. I can't take it off. <laughs> like, this is my Ever. face now. <laughs> <laughs> like Rorschach. Yeah, it's like give me back my face. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he gate crashes a party at her house. He webs up Johnny Storm and Vince just start taking the piss out of him. I'm like, you want to take the piss out of the human torch? Literally the coolest person to have ever existed. Like, What's about Sam, man? Human torch, bad man. He's a celebrity as well, like at the party. He's literally giving out autographs and just fucking around, having a really good time. And Spider Man's there and just webs up the life of the party. I'm like, what the hell? Who do you think you are? Can't do that to. Chris Evans before he was Captain America. Tell him me. Fuck sakes, man. Um, so he webs up the Human Torch. The Human Torch is like, I ain't having this. Flame on. Jumps into the sky, chases Spider-Man. Um, they go to the beach outside um, Doris's house. It must be on a beach. There's, there's a shoreline. And Spider-Man just picks up two fucking massive barrels of sand and slaps the Human Torch out the end. I'm like, are you trying to fucking kill him? Why are you doing this? (laughs) I don't get... I'm trying to understand the motive. He's just assaulting someone's boyfriend because he wants to be the boyfriend. I was about to say, Spider-Man is a dick, man. Like, such a dick. So he he gate crashes, starts making a move on someone else's missus. That is against the bro code, for one. There is no bro code, just don't be a dickhead. Literally, if you think about, if you think that's a good idea, don't do it. I'm shaking my hands, you know, and that crossing. Don't never do that. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, he that he gets slammed with two massive sackfuls of sand, and that's that's him done. I'll say that now. He's he's grounded. He's out of the air. The rest of the Fantastic Four obviously know some music because they're twice as smart as Spider Man. Uh, they come to the rescue and fight Spider Man. It's the Invisible Woman who stops Spider. Uh, then she flirts with him. Yeah, she uh, he's like down. She's like, "Oh, you sound handsome." And I'm like, "Don't fucking enable him, Susan." You know, Susan Storm being the invisible Fuck woman, so she's like, enabling him. Um, but she goes, "You know, you come to the party, have a good time, we'll chill out, but you have to shake John- Johnny's hands." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he shakes you on his hands and then he just jumps away. He's like, I'll never go to your party. And he's like, you weren't invited anyway, you idiot. No one wants you there. Everyone just wants you gone. The only reason you've been asked to go to the party is because everyone genuinely doesn't know what to do with you because you're a menace, you're a threat. It reminds me of that meme, you know, where the kid's riding, ar- riding along on a bicycle and he sticks a stick in his front wheel. Oh, and yeah. He falls off the bike. <laughs> it's just gone. That's Spider-Man. He's literally gone to the party. The stick is him starting a fight with Johnny Storm, with, you know, Johnny Storm. And then he's just fell off his bike and gone, I didn't want to go to the party anyway. It's just, it's like when you're, he's begging someone to like buy him a PlayStation or something. And someone goes, no, I can't afford the PlayStation. And he interrupts, he's like, no, I didn't want it anyway. It's all right. Not good enough for me. Just come on. It's like, he's doing He's been doing so well for like a number of issues, and he has to be a dickhead. He's like raw dickhead. Yeah, he tried to kill. Let's be honest. This is he's genuinely assaulted the human torch, and then tried to kill him, just because he thinks that he can get with his girlfriend, but he won't. 
Um, he'll never go to the party. Um, he leaves a heart for Sue Storm made out of web. Uh, madness, mate. <laughs> just, just imagine Sue Storm just like, ew, thanks. Yeah. Just holding it with like, her little Keep fingers, it. like picking it up, yeah. like, looking at it. Arms yeah. length. Just slap it on the back of the thing, man. Making him. <laughs> but yeah, man, that is uh that's issue eight. All done. Episode eight, all done, man. Wrapped up in a nice little Yeah, wrapped up in a nice little bow, little gift at the end. Weird. Yeah, a bit weird, man. That was a strange episode. Hey, I I was really excited to get into that after um how good the last one was, but that was really strange how he basically solved nothing at all and kind of just got in everyone's way. And I think, oh, it's not all, it's, you know, it's not all going all rosy for him. I was about to say, it's not even like, you can be like, in this episode where he can just be like, oh, well, Liz got a flash off my back. Nah, he still thinks that he took a, like a cheap shot at him. So he still thinks that he's a little bitch. And uh, yeah, nothing's going right for him again. But it's again, this is more that, you know, before nothing was going right for him because the situation, but now nothing's going right for him because he can't make anything go right for him. Like he's trying and he's messing it up. You know, he didn't need to get in a fight. He could have just went nah. He could have just played the same card he's always been playing and just go nah, nah, nah. But he got cockier and cockier and cockier, and this is what happens, mate. I mean, let's face it. It's like anyone else in his position could just. Uh, we, we could do the things that he wants to do just because we know how to do things but it's like Peter is incapable of being a decent human being yeah and that's really underlined this is not hyperbole I'm not saying he's a, like uh, the worst person in the world but if you you can't just break into someone's house you can't just assault him them no. with bags of sand and you can't just demand any woman that ever existed is your girlfriend that's really strange. I mean, this is very... This is a shitty kind of person. It is very 60s. It's like Grease. It's just like, I've got a pop collar and I've jailed my hair. I'm now your boyfriend. It's just like, no, you're not. You are not my... You are not my... Hey, I'll pick you up at eight, babe. Yeah, it's just like, no, you're not. And then, and it's just, I don't know. It's all, it's all... I suppose it's part and parcel of the whole target audience, you know, who this is aimed towards... Oh, yeah, they'll be going through like, the same type of thing. I think everyone did. But then you get to like 20, you get you just fucking realise basically like, this isn't the right thing to do or be all moan about. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Um, I'm happy with that. I, I've been James Rushton. That's Bradley Hughes, man. And this has been Swinging for a Spider Man. Yeah, we'll see you soon with uh, issue nine. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you very much, Bob.